Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin Mitchell here, and I am your host. Today, we're going to be talking about a really easy and engaging game that you can use with your students. And I think it's important to talk about using engaging activities in our classrooms because when students are engaged in their learning, so many great things happen, right? Their attention and their focus increases. They're motivated to practice higher level critical thinking skills, so many other things things. They enjoy school more. I mean, it's just a win-win across the board. And so we actually have put together a brand new training. And I know some of you have probably attended it. I've seen you there. Um, But I wanted to tell you guys about it in case you haven't registered and you haven't signed up. We have two sessions left for this free live workshop. It is called Three Must-Have Strategies for a Successful and Stress-Free ELA Program. And we really talk about how to create engaging lessons in your classroom, how to marry the standards into those engaging lessons, and ultimately how to do all of that while saving yourself time, right? We want to have these engaging and rigorous lessons, but we don't want to spend all kinds of time outside of school doing that and creating them because that's going to leave us burnt out. So we have a really clear system and strategies that we are going to share with you in this free workshop. So today when this episode airs, it's Tuesday. So we have one tonight at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that's California time. So if you're on the East Coast, you are three hours ahead of us. And then we have one more tomorrow, Wednesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, um, California time as well. So in order to register for that free training, go to ebacademics.com forward slash engaging. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash engaging. And we have all kinds of fun things going on. We have an ELA teacher goodie bag that we're going to give to you that has fun and engaging activities in it um, just for attending the training. We also have a Facebook group that we have going on as well where we're giving away cash prizes. We have a hundred dollars cash prize up for grabs, just all kinds of fun stuff to get you engaged in our great workshop to get your kids engaged. So again, ebacademics.com forward slash engaging. I would love to see you there. Then the other thing I want to let you know about if you haven't heard is the doors for enrollment to our EB Teachers Club have officially opened. This is our monthly membership for middle school ELA teachers. And it's just a fantastic community of teachers where we create, you know, engaging and rigorous lessons for you to use in your classroom Every single month, you get a brand new lesson plan bundle that is specific to um, our club members. So it's content that we we don't offer anywhere else outside of our membership. Um, what's great about it, it is the EB Teachers Club really is the one-stop shop that you need for all of the resources, all of the support, the community that you're looking for. And I love that it's a membership because it really is just a pay-as-you-go each month that you decide to stay with us and stay a member in our club. So if you want to enroll for our EB Teachers Club during this open enrollment period, we would love to have you join us. You can go to ebacademics.com forward slash membership to learn more about the club. You can read some testimonials from our teachers. We have a great testimonial video as well. So you can really just get an idea of what the community is like inside of the club. We are closing the doors for enrollment this week. So if it is something that you are interested in, I would urge you to head over there, check it out um, today when you get a chance so that you can make sure that you get in with us if it is something that you are interested in. So again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash membership. All right, let's get into today's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about classroom behavior and how this really easy and engaging game that I'm going to share with you guys is going to help eliminate some of those problems. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. 
Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Okay, so as we get into today's episode, I just want to reiterate what I said in the introduction to this episode, that when students are engaged in their learning, so many great things happen. Their attention and focus increases, which is, you know, great. We always want that. They're more motivated in class to practice those higher level critical thinking skills, and they're enjoying school more, right? They're happy to be there. And it's just really interesting because we have, um, you know, a lot of teachers in our EP Teachers Club, and they're using our resources in their classroom. And we had one of them come into the uh, comment section the other day, like, hey, I just used this engaging resource with my kids, the January bundle, I think it was. And she said, and all of my classroom management issues were gone. Like, I literally had no issues with classroom management while we were doing this activity because the kids were so engaged and participating in what we were doing there was no time for them to get in trouble because they were so involved. And then a few other teachers hopped onto that post and chimed in like, hey, that's my same experience too. Or my one kid who never participates in class was super engaged in the escape room today. You know, just all of these beautiful things that our teachers are seeing as a result of using engaging activities. And so I want to urge you to, to try this out in your classroom. You know, if, if you are struggling with classroom management, you know, you have your students who misbehave and you know, it just kind of puts a damper on things. You know, the kid who won't stop while you're talking or the student who just always wants to go to go get water just to get out of class. Um, And that's not to say that we're never going to have these problems. That's just a part of working with not just kids, but people in general, you know. Um, But we definitely can help ameliorate some of those problems when we have our kids just really fully engaged and participating in the lessons in our classrooms. So when they're learning and they're engaged in their learning, there really isn't that time left to misbehave. They're too busy having fun and learning. Maybe they don't even realize that they're learning, but they're just too busy doing that that they don't really have time to get off task. And so again, that's not to say that's always the case, but creating engaging resources and bringing them into your classroom is really a great place to start if you are having some classroom management issues. And we can do a whole other classroom management episode. I could talk about it for days, Um, but we're going to focus specifically on just this one activity that I'm going to share with you today that's easy for you to use. It's going to be engaging for your students, and you can do it with whatever piece of literature or nonfiction text that you are currently reading in your classroom. So if you're listening to this on the way to school, You could implement this today um, in your classroom or tomorrow in your classroom if you wanted to. So the main goal of this activity is that it's going to motivate you to start including more and more engaging activities and lessons in your class. You're going to use this. You're going to see how it works and you'll be like, huh, I'm going to start to try this more. I'm going to start to do more of things like this, right? Because you're going to see some of those classroom management issues really start to disappear. Okay, so I'm going to walk you through this engaging game that you can immediately take back into your classroom. We like to call it pick a side. You may have heard of something similar before, but we want to take it to the next level, right? We're always looking to take things even further with um, analysis and critical thinking and things like that. So if you have a pen handy, you might want to write this down. If you're driving, 
don't write this down while you're driving, please um, come back and listen to this episode and take notes on this. Okay, so here's what you're going to do for pick a side. So I'm going to give you an overview of how to set it up first. So the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to choose a character from the novel or short story or informational text that you're reading. You could pick a character um, or not a character rather from the informational text, depending on what you're reading. You could pick um, anyone who's present in that informational nonfiction text uh, if it's like an informational thing. So you're going to pick um, a character and then you're going to create five or six arguable claims about this character. So you're going to come up with those claims. And then what you'll do is you'll share those claims with your students. So you'll give them all five or six. You could put them on your board, on your smart board, and you want to have them independently on their own, determine whether or not they agree with the claim. So they'll go through all of the claims and they'll decide whether or not they agree with them, thinking yes or no. And they have to jot down then a quote from the text and two to three sentences justifying how that quote supports their position. So they're not just saying yes or no, and they're not just finding evidence to support that yes or no. They have to justify their evidence. So we're taking it as far as we can go in this quick activity. And so if it isn't sounding engaging yet, it's not right now, right? This is just the before stuff to get everything prepped beforehand. And so now we're going to get into talking about the hands-on engaging part of Pick Aside. So once students are done finding their evidence and justifying it, tell them, let them know, hey, we're going to be participating in a pick a side game. And you'll want to designate one side of your room as yes and the other side of your room as no. So you can kind of see where I'm going with this. And you'll read off the first claim that you shared with students and have them go then to whatever side of the room matches to what they wrote on their paper. So you'll read claim number one. They'll go to either yes or no. So if student A wrote yes, they would go to the first uh, with the first claim, they would go to the yes side of the room. If student B answered no, they would go to the no side of the room. You see where, you know, they're kind of splitting up, right? Then what you'll do is you'll call on a student from either side to explain why they agreed or disagreed with the statement. And they also have to share their evidence and justification that they come up with. But the whole purpose of them sharing this is to convince the other side of the room why their answer and evidence is superior. So they're really trying to read it with conviction and to just really convince that other side, like, hey, my opinion on this claim is in fact the the, the right one, the better one, because of this evidence, and I'm going to justify my reasoning why. Well, then you'll call on someone to share their evidence and justification from the opposing side. So it's almost like a debate, but not quite the same parameters as a debate. And so at any time, if a student is persuaded to then change their answer, they can switch to the other side of the room, but they have to share what evidence made them switch and why. So they're really thinking about um, these claims, okay? So I want to give you an example for this activity in our own classroom and we did it with the short story, The End of Something by Ernest Hemingway. And it's a great short story. If you haven't read it and you're not familiar with it, it's a story about a boy named Nick who's breaking up with his girlfriend, Marjorie. And let's face it, you know, middle schoolers are already going to be engaged in this particular topic because there's a breakup. And even though it's Hemingway, they still really like this story. So if you haven't seen it or read it before, I would definitely go check it out. So the pick a side game makes it more fun and gets them more engaged and meeting those grade level ELA standards when they're doing this activity and picking a side. So the claims that we gave our students, and you could just totally take these and use the same exact thing. So we gave our students the five following claims based on that short story. So claim number one is that Nick is scared of commitment. Claim two is Nick is better at fishing than managing relationships. 
Claim three is Nick is heartless and self-centered. Claim four is Nick is able to articulate his feelings clearly. And then claim five is Nick is confused about ending the relationship. So those are the five claims that we give our kids that they pick a side on, find evidence for, and justify their reasoning. And students love debating these claims. They are so engaged in this activity because they are just really want to convince their classmates to switch sides based on the evidence that they find. And what's really cool is that often students don't even realize how academic this activity actually is. So I'm going to walk you through all of the standards that are covered in just this simple game. So number one, they're citing textual evidence that strongly supports an analysis of what the text says explicitly, as well as inferences drawn from the text. They are covering the supporting claims with logical reasoning and relevant evidence. They are demonstrating an understanding of the text. They are acknowledging and distinguishing opposing claims. They are engaging effectively in a range of collaborative discussions, and they are coming to discussions prepared by referring to evidence on the topic. So many different standards, one simple little game. And so your students are having fun. You're ensuring that the learning is rigorous and there really aren't, isn't much room for classroom management issues because they're so engaged in what they're doing. And so here's one more tip to even further minimize any classroom management issues during this particular activity. You really want to give students concrete and clear instructions for making the activity as professional as possible. So we like to use sentence starters. It helps a lot with this activity. If you are against sentence starters, we did a whole podcast episode back in January about sentence starters and why we think that you should be using them if you aren't, or at least give them a try. Um, I'm trying to find the episode. I think it's episode 45 talking about sentence starters. So go listen to that one afterwards. So I want to share two of the sentence starters that we give our students so that you can use the same ones if you'd like. So if someone on the other side wants to counter an opinion, they would say, Although so-and-so made a good point when they said blank, I argue that blank. And so they're acknowledging the other side. They're saying what they said, and then they're going into their argument. So they're kind of touching all of those main points there. And then another one that you can use is if a student wants to expand upon a classmate's comment on the same side that they're on, they could say, the evidence so-and-so said is interesting or is valid, and I'd like to add on to it by, and then they add on their opinion. So it's really kind of taking that level of professionalism. You know, we just want to elevate it as much as possible. So giving them those sentence starters is just a great place to start. And what you could do is you could require them to use those, and if they can't follow the rules, then, you know, maybe they don't get to play or something like that. And students, uh, you know, will try again another day if you want to. Um, But it is a great thing to do to be able to to just elevate their their language a little bit more. So once you start making engaging activities like this one, just kind of the norm in your classroom, like that is just how things happen in Mrs. Mitchell's classroom, then students aren't going to want to miss out on all the fun. And fun doesn't equal not learning, right? We can be engaging and rigorous. In fact, that's what we should be doing all the time is engagement and rigor, engagement and rigor, engagement and rigor. I could, that's could be my rally and cry in life. And what you'll see is you will really start to see that transformation in behavior. And like I said, at the beginning of this episode, we've heard some from so many of the teachers in our EB teachers club about how particular students who might have caused, you know, some trouble in the past in their classroom are now some of those most eager participants in an escape room or in the scavenger hunt or whatever it is that they're doing. And 
our teachers are really crediting the change in their students' behavior to the fact that kids are participating in engaging lessons that they have been incorporating into their plans. So it really can start to make a world of a difference for you. You know, just give it a try. See how your students react to the pick aside activity. And if you want to start adding more rigorous, engaging lessons into your classroom, then I would urge you to come to that free workshop that I talked about at the beginning. We're really going to help you through how to create those engaging lessons. We're going to give you some more ones that you can use right away. Um, So again, the link to register is ebacademics.com forward slash engaging. So it's a one hour training. We're going to walk you through student tested engaging activities that you can use the next morning. Um, We're going to show you how to really balance that rigor and fun so that your students are mastering those ELA standards. And I like to say that they're practically jumping out of their seats because they're going to be so excited to come to class the next day. So I would love to see you at the workshop. If you are there, when you get there, will you just tell me, hey, I heard you on the podcast and that's how I signed up because it's always so fun to see um, people from the podcast kind of in the real world, (laughs) if you will. So if you do end up coming, uh, let me know that you found us uh, on the podcast and you found that workshop on the podcast. That would be great. Okay, you guys, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. I hope to see you at one of those workshops. If not inside the EB Teachers Club, ebacademics.com forward slash membership, become a part of the EB family. We would love to have you. I will see you guys next week on the podcast. Have a wonderful week, you guys.